Listen, I get it. You like saving in Bitcoin. But check this out. You can actually complement your HODL position by investing in Bitcoin startups. If you want additional upside and enjoy learning about angel investing, you should check out Lightning Ventures. Lightning Ventures is a great way to stack real equity in Bitcoin-only companies. They've invested in businesses you've heard about on this show, including Azteco, CrowdHealth, and Swan Bitcoin. And Lightning Ventures makes it easy to get started in the world of early stage investing. The minimum investment is only $1,000 per deal, and you only invest in the deals that make sense to you. So if you want to get a behind the scenes look at the startups you know and love, if you want a chance to support their growth, and if you want another opportunity to profit as the Bitcoin ecosystem develops, check out the 60 second application in the show notes to get started today in building a world that runs on better money. In Weimar, Germany, the farmers weren't just sitting out there with their gold. The people from the cities went out to the farms and was Mm -hmm. like, we need your food. And they took it like this. This we cannot be passive. The goal right now is not to have as much Bitcoin as you can right now. The goal is to make it out the other side with as much Bitcoin as you can. We're we're in we're in a war. We're in a financial war right now. Welcome to the Business Bitcoinization Show, the show dedicated to helping you enrich your life and grow your business with Bitcoin, the hardest money on planet Earth. I'm your host, Josh Friedemann, and our guest today is Wesley Schlemmer, who's the executive director and co-founder of Bitcoin Bay. Born and raised in Florida, his goal is to put Tampa Bay on a Bitcoin standard. We're going to be talking about Bitcoin Bay, what he's doing there with the foundation, as well as the business workshop that they're hosting there this upcoming Sunday. But before that, we do have this week's Bitcoin Meetup Spotlight, and our meetup this week is, in fact, Bitcoin Bay. Bitcoin Bay is an in-person, Bitcoin-only meetup in the Tampa Bay area. Their focuses are community, prosperity, and resilience. They started as a BitDevs meetup, but quickly realized that people weren't ready to learn about Taproot when they still didn't even have wallets. They now meet weekly with one special monthly event, and their next one is the Bitcoin and Business Workshop on April 23rd. They're just getting started and are excited to build Tampa Bay into the vacation spot for Bitcoiners. And if you don't happen to be in the Tampa Bay area, you can download the Oshi app and find the closest Bitcoin meetup to you. Now, we're going to get to our interview with Wesley right after this. Business owners, unlock the benefits Bitcoin has to offer your business with the Bitcoin for Business Quick Start Guide. This 27-page guide highlights the six ways you can grow your business with Bitcoin. Check it out in the show notes. Wesley, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, Josh. Appreciate it. So I'd like to start off every single interview with a few questions that help us to get to know you a little bit better and to give us some insight for our own lives. Are you ready for these? Yeah. When and how did you first learn about Bitcoin? So it was it was around back in 2017. It was still crypto. You know, I opened up a Coinbase account. I mean, I, I had been investing in college and was like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll grab, you know, Bitcoin, I came in right after the, the block size war, so I, I missed the uh, the Bitcoin Cash airdrop. Um, but so I bought some Bitcoin Cash, some Bitcoin, some Litecoin, some Ethereum, you know, just held it for a couple of years, uh, forgot about it for two of them. Um, and then I probably, so it was probably around like 20, 
18 where I really started being like, okay, no, like this, like, holy crap, this thing is, this is going to take off. Like we need, like still in the investing mindset, it wasn't really until the, uh, the trucker protest that I was like, okay, like this is real, uh, as imperfect of a deployment of capital that was, it was still the only way to get people, those people money other than walking and handing them cash. But like their bank accounts were closed. GoFundMe's were closed. Everything was closed. The only way to actually get people capital over there was sending a Bitcoin. And that was kind of a real like, oh, okay, this is, this is real. Um, so I guess that was probably what, 20 mid, mid 21, um, or late 21. The next question is this, what's an insight or fact about Bitcoin that you wish everyone understood? Yeah, I mean, probably that it's just not as hard as it used to be. I mean, everyone I feel like is still mm. kind of operating under this like this 2017 paradigm where things, you know, weren't the easiest. They still aren't, you know. <laughs> I mean, like there's I mean, I I run nodes and even even still I'm just like how is someone else supposed to do this? I care. It's my full-time <laughs> job and I can still barely get this thing to work. But I think just that like it's it's a lot it's gotten a lot easier to get like that that 80 that first 80% is download you know, moon wallet on your phone and it's an app and QR codes. And there you go. You can interact with the lightning and Bitcoin network, but it's not technically a lightning wallet, but you can still, you know, interact with it that way. And it's, it's, you get the idea. Yeah. It's just gotten so much easier in the past, in the past five years. And I I don't think people have fully, you know, realized that. What's the Bitcoin resource you most recommend to other people? Uh, probably, uh, Matt Odell and Marty Bent's uh, rabbit hole recap. Um, that's where Mm I, that's where I get, you know, most of my up to date. I mean, whatever I'm not just, you know, trying and failing and learning out on my own, you know, I, I typically get uh, from them. Question number four is this beyond Bitcoin, what is a resource tool or an idea that's been helpful to you or your work recently? All politics is local. Um, mm. Focusing only on your immediate physical area. Um, you know, this is obviously a global movement. We're clearly not together in a studio right now, um, but I can't fix anything in i live in tampa i can't fix jacksonville jacksonville or miami you know you know i mean like the only impact you can really have where you can really drill down into it is in your local area that's a good word so question number five we call it our arbitrary but insightful question is this as a general life principle is it better to ask why or why not yeah so i was thinking about that one a little bit uh when you sent it over you know, the, the middle road answer is but when someone's telling me to do something, why? And mm. when someone's telling me I, I can't, <laughs> well, why not? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so I definitely am a uh, forgiveness over permission kind of guy, you know, so like, oh, this people are like, oh, you can't, you know, like, we, we, we just can't, this isn't going to work. I'm like, well, why not? Like, what do you mean it's not going to work? Anything, literally anything's possible. I mean, people are doing crazy things all the time. Uh, so whenever someone's like, no, it, it just won't work. I'm like, mm. Well, I haven't tried it yet, so why not? Meet Linkster, your premier Bitcoin-focused advisor. Linkster caters to businesses, institutions, family offices, and high-net-worth individuals. They merge your unique financial goals and needs with Linkster's Bitcoin expertise to craft your own sustainable plan to preserve and grow the value of your hard-earned profits and retained earnings. At Linkster, it's not just advice. It's tailored execution. Connect directly with the founder by visiting Linkster.com. That's L-Y-N-C. S-T-E-R dot com. Linkster. Secure your future with Bitcoin. 
Today's episode of Business Bitcoinization is proudly brought to you by Vellus Commerce, where the future of business technology meets Bitcoin. As we journey through the era of Bitcoin and its transformational impact on businesses, there's one name that stands out. Vellus Commerce. Whether you're looking to build a cutting-edge website, a seamless mobile app, or custom software, Vellus is your go-to team. They've been diving deep into the world of Bitcoin since 2014, making them one of the most experienced groups for integrating Bitcoin and Lightning payments into a variety of digital platforms. But here's what truly sets them apart. Vellus Commerce doesn't just build. They bring a wealth of knowledge to ensure your project success from day one. Their team understands the nuances of Bitcoin, ensuring that your business stays ahead of the curve. And for all business Bitcoinization listeners out there, Vellus Commerce is offering a free consultation to kickstart your project the right way. So if you're ready to future-proof your business in the coming age of hyper-Bitcoinization, head over to VellusCommerce.com or reach out on Twitter at Vellus Commerce. Let's make sure your business thrives in the Bitcoin era. Fair enough. Well, Wesley, we're here today to talk about this business workshop upcoming. I think it's uh, Sunday, right? Is This Sunday. This yep, will be April aired 23rd. on a Friday and it'll be Sunday. So if you're listening to this, if you don't listen to these episodes, as soon as they come out, then you might miss things. But, you know, this is a local event. I, I liked your point earlier about the value of local politics and, and working in your community. So this isn't something for everyone, but it's something that everyone needs to be thinking about for their own community. So I wanted to bring you on, uh, talk with you about uh, what the expectations are. Maybe on down the road, we can see you know what the response was as well. But maybe even before we get to the workshop, could you share with us about what's happening in Tampa Bay and especially with Bitcoin Bay? So, you know, for the workshop, we do have live stream capability, so people can still uh, come in if they if they hear on a Friday. But um, yeah, so we started January of last year. Um, got it. Uh, and it started as BitDevs. One of our guys, our co-founders, is a Lightning developer. And that's where I, I met him there. And we became fast friends uh, along with a couple other guys from that meetup. Um, but we very quickly realized that people aren't ready to talk about Taproot or you know ordinals or any of the most you know any any of the cutting edge stuff because no one had a wallet no one had a bitcoin or if they did it was on coinbase so we pretty quickly pivoted into those were monthly so now we meet weekly and with these extra events like this workshop event which is only the first one we're going to be doing these quarterly we really have we have five meetups a month you know so we meet every thursday uh seven or seven thirty depending if it's a social or an educational and then one weekend a month, we're going to do a business workshop. And then the next month, community service event. Next month, a family event. Um, so we really kind of hit the ground running, uh, you know, this year, uh, especially, you know, we've, you know, we, we spent, you know, a whole year just educating people on wallets, privacy, nodes, just like the, just all of the basic stuff, getting people a solid foundation. And then this year, we really haven't gotten very many new people, like uh, people new to Bitcoin. We've gotten a bunch of people new to our meetup who already know their stuff, are already operating in the space, and we're looking for action. You know, so we, we kind of got to the point where, you know, so we were meeting every week, and I'm like, all right, well, I can keep hanging out with all these dudes every Thursday, but uh, nothing's happening. Um, so that's where I got the idea for the Bitcoin Bay Foundation. So we want to be like a nonprofit organization uh, focused on education and community outreach. Um, we want to get into middle, high school, and colleges, you know, so giving them crash course boot camps, kind of like an ACT prep course kind of deal, you know, after school. Uh, the colleges do like coding coding camps. That way, we're really just starting to churn out 
every year a new crop of Bitcoiners. And what that does also is they come to our meetups. And now we have an increasing network in the area of Bitcoin consumers. And when you have a network of consumers, supply starts be, starts going towards that demand. Like, okay, well, how can we start catering to these people? Ultimately, you know, I've kind of, I've kind of reached, realized that the best way to get people to do things you want is to just bribe them. So we're, we're making money from, you know, consulting or coaching or these boot camps. Go to a high school. Here's $200 in Bitcoin to start a Bitcoin club. Here is our here's our standards that we've that we've that we've been using at other schools. Here's the first eight weeks of stuff that you guys can do, you know, and then we get enough of those. We have 20 schools around that have this now. Now we can do uh, we have the type of lightning here like, oh, it's lightning at the lightning uh, night. You know, it's the Bitcoin Bay school night. So it's you know, we, we've got a lot of plans. Um, so I'm very excited that this business workshop really is just the uh, is just the start of what we're trying to do here. What does the organization look like right now? The foundation, how many people are working, whether it's like full time, part time? Just w- what does it look like so far? Because it sounds like you have big plans. You're already doing a lot. What kind of manpower does it take at this point in time? So we're still in the filing phase. Uh, turns out it's uh, quite complicated to get the government to let you not pay taxes. So we're making sure we get that all squared away correctly. Um, but right now, what we have is uh, a multi-sig wallet between myself and some other organizers. So, people, so our people can donate to, to me comfortably knowing I can't just run away with the coin. Mm-hmm. And also, like, you know where I'll be on Thursdays anyways. So you can come beat me up sure. if I take your money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, right now, um, since I also mine, uh, I, I've been the one who's really been taking this and kind of trying to run with it and direct everyone. So I, I'm. we have one full-time employee, and it's me. Um, pay is not too great right now. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, bear market stuff, it's no big deal. And then we've got uh, a group. We have our, our board of, like, seven other people um that focus on you know uh, we have an and we have a guy who owns an animation company who runs on bitcoin that's uh, echo bridge they did like f is for family if you ever saw it on netflix mm. and we've got you know other people who are, are sales you know like one guy runs a sales and marketing company so he helps us with that um so basically it's we have people in our in our circle that oh that own businesses or are in other businesses and they just take those experience and they just leverage that with us so it, it definitely is a lot of man hours, um, but uh, we're having fun with it. So I'm not too upset about it. And when it comes to your meetups, what do you find to be the the ones that people most attend? Like, are there certain types of things that you do? The reason I ask is you already know this, but we promote a different local Bitcoin meetup every single episode. It's just kind of letting people know that there's probably something happening around them, too. So I think it'd be really helpful if there are other meetup organizers or people who want to lead meetups in the future, like to know what types of things people seem to respond to best in your area. Yes, we really haven't done much marketing at all. Uh, It's all been meetup.com. But people really liked our one on our 101 stuff, you know, like the what is the wallet? What's the uh, you know, how what even is a transaction? You know, it, it really depends on people's availability too. people got kids and they got a karate thing this Thursday or they've got dance. So like sometimes, you know, for our socials, that'll be me and one co- and like one other guy. And sometimes there'll be 20 of us there. And we're like, oh, OK, well, this, <laughs> we, we weren't really expecting this. Um, but consistency is really the key. Um you know, for, for kind of building this is someone knows you're going to be where you're going to be. And at what time if monthly is typically what people do. Um, but yeah, the, really the basic stuff, um, is, is what we've had the most kind of response to when it, we, we launched the Florida beef initiative two weeks ago, and that was a really big, that was a really big workshop. We, we said there'd be local ranchers, uh, talking, you know, at our thing and 
that we got the most people we've had um, in you know a couple weeks. Uh, it was a higher, you know, like like it was probably like 35 people at that one. Um, so it was exciting. You know, we had two local ranchers and we sold $3,000 worth of beef in one night and in, in, in Bitcoin, but like basic stuff. And then if you have like a special thing you're trying to do, um, you know, it, it's also going to depend on where you are. You know I mean? Like we're, I mean, I'm, I'm in a pretty big metropolitan area. There's like mm-hmm. five, six million people around the Tampa Bay area. Um, so we've had people, we had people drive from Sarasota, from Lakeland, uh, to come to that event. Um, so you know, it, it's kind of hard to, you know, give like a blanket, you know, answer for this kind of stuff since everything's so depends on where you are. But consistency is key and keeping it and keeping it simple. Now, I'd like to hear a little bit more about the business workshop. And if you could just give people an expectation if they are streaming in or whether they're maybe in the Tampa Bay area and want to show up in person, what can people expect? What are your goals for the workshop? I'll start with the goals. Our goals are to onboard businesses. Um, you know, we, we've got about 25 uh Tickets sold, which is great. Uh, it's, you know, we we want we wanted to keep keep this one kind of small to make sure we actually could execute on it well. Because I'm not an event planner. You know, I, I went to school for engineering and I worked in biotech for a couple of years. Like small small teams, like my head in a hood. Like this is not <laughs> what I thought I'd be doing a year ago. Sure. Um. So, you know, we're excited about that. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, panels, and then we're so we're going to start with two presentations. What is money, and then the value of Bitcoin. Um, and then after that, we're going to be doing panels, uh, you know, Joe Wood from, uh, Satoshi Pacioli, um, accounting will be talking about taxes on Bitcoin. Um, uh, we have a local Tampa company called block spaces that released a QuickBooks and Bitcoin integration software. So that, so, you know, he'll, so him and Joe will be on our taxes and accounting panel, which are the two biggest problems that any business owner always complains about the first. Whenever I tell them like, Hey, you should take Bitcoin. Ah, my accountant would kill me. Oh, I don't want to deal with the taxes. Just send them your QuickBooks file, you know, it's, and also, or just hire someone else paying the sure. Bitcoin that you got from this. <laughs> uh, but you know, well, he's been my best friend for 15 years. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> then we're gonna have an industry panel, uh, with, um, unchained, uh, uh, Trey Sellers is going to be coming down for that um, to talk about custody solutions because a lot of people are like, oh, well, I don't, uh, I have to hold my own money. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's hey. funny how it seems like a headache at first, and that's really like the the value of Bitcoin, but it is extra responsibility people aren't used to. Right, right, and it's not going to run away. You know, I mean, like my my seed signer sits right here. <laughs> yep. You know, it, it, it doesn't go anywhere. But uh, so we're, you know, we're having business owners that already operate on Bitcoin um, to talk about, you know, the challenges they faced, um, you know, the things that weren't as bad as they thought, the feedback they've gotten, you know, just so that way they can show kind of like a real um, situation of, you know, operating on Bitcoin standard. Um, and then we're going to be doing Q&As uh, before lunch and then at the end. And then if people want to stick around uh, after all of our panels are done, we're going to be doing a workshop. With uh, we're gonna have some people from our meetup um, there to help any business owners um, get their wallet set up. If they wanna, you know, we'll send some moon, you know, some moon bucks around, you know, just like a couple sats here and there, just to show people like, hey, you can move a hundredth of a freaking penny uh, instantly for free. Yeah. And you know, so it's well, and also the last thing that they that they complain about is well, no one uses the dang coin. So that's where it kind of goes back to the education that we're trying to start breeding new crops of Bitcoiners. And then also we as Bitcoin Bay are going to are going to be that continuing support. So if you own a restaurant or a bar, we will commit to having our socials at your place. If there's six bars, we'll cycle through. 
um, you know, we're not going to be your your you're not going to be your biggest revenue stream, but you'll get a couple hundred bucks in Bitcoin every couple of weeks. Um, and another thing that people complain about is like, well, uh, I have to I have to sell Bitcoin to make my to make my cash payments. I'm like, we're not going to be 100 percent of your revenue stream. We're going to be a very yeah. small portion of it right now. While you're getting started, it's just it's going to be fairly negligible. Well, I mean, maybe not. Sometimes, whenever we have our socials out of place, we'll be well. There'll be 15 of us in there, and no one else will be in there. So, like that that day, we were or those three hours, we were most of their money. But you know, over a week, it's probably only going to be like one to five percent of their cash flows. Mm-hmm. And so, if you have the margins in order to you know keep half of that, even, um. It actually kind of empowers you that since we are such a small portion of your of your cash flows that you don't have to sell that you can actually hold that because it's not going to take away from you know anything else you're not like well I have these bills to make and I, I know some people have really thin margins like restaurants especially um, but you know that that's kind of been another thing is like who uses it and it's like well we will well and I, I think back to it it's like if you have really thin margins in your business then cutting out credit card fees is is important like that's that's a helpful amount of money to boost your profits and so i feel like especially if people have an issue with the margins it's like well bitcoin really is for you because right right now you're getting a decent amount of your money scalped by the credit card companies yeah yeah it's like three to five percent and if if your margin is three percent you just got you just doubled your margins congratulations Exactly. Exactly. I'm curious to know about in Tampa Bay, are there certain businesses you've invited or targeted to try to get uh, involved and targeted sounds, I guess, maybe a little negative, but like people that you can look at in Tampa Bay and say, hey, if they come, they're like a leader in their industry or in the restaurant scene. If they come, they're going to get people thinking a little bit more seriously about this. Is there anyone like that or this first time it's just like, hey, anyone who's interested and kind of on the cusp, come on. So yes to both. Uh, there are some uh, level two businesses that uh, that we that we do want. You know, like there's we have a restaurant group here that on one on one strip, it's like the main uh, bar and restaurant area outside of downtown, um, and they own like seven restaurants of the like fourteen. So if we can get them on there, then yeah, that's that's going to be huge. Um, there's another there's another like warehouse building. You know, old like tr- I think it was a trolley. Uh, storage facility and there's like probably a dozen businesses in that facility so we want to you know it's it's a place where you can get a chunk at once that we do want to eventually expand to but you know we got to level up you know you you know you you can't you you can't go after the big boss uh when you're just getting started out um so right now we have been targeting small and medium-sized businesses because those business owners have the flexibility and the agency to implement stuff like this i love i love the vision here if people are interested who are listening to this, you said there's an opportunity to watch the stream. How can people do that? Is it straight from the event webpage uh, or using a different platform? Uh, yeah, so we're on Eventbrite, but you can go to our website, bitcoinbay.live, um, and it'll take you to the registration right there. And if you use promo code BAY20, it gives you 20% off. All proceeds are going towards you know funding Bitcoin Bay. Um, eventually it'll be going to paying paying me so i can actually pay my bills but at, at the moment <laughs> it's uh it, it's it's marketing and um buying bitcoin accepted here stickers that we can give to the that we can give to the uh, business owners you know just really just trying to make things easy for them like hey here's your kit you want to do it fantastic love to hear it thank mm-hmm. you 
put this sticker on your door. Here's an old uh, uh, Android tablet that now that has Breeze or some POS on it, you know? So, mm -hmm. you know, like uh, these things, these things cost money. And you know, I've spent a lot of my time and money on this. Um, I know some Bitcoiners don't like it whenever you make money on things, but I don't really know why we're so anti-profit. Um, but, uh, you know, it, Bitcoinization has costs because we have to build, you know, new things. My guess is that there are a lot of people that still have PTSD from a bunch of people who use the, the guise of Bitcoin to then scam people into other things or bring them along into other areas. That That's my guess. I, I can't imagine there are many Bitcoiners out there that disapprove of the approach you're taking. I think it's really a, a cool thing and maybe you might not be able to speak to this yet because you're still figuring things out. But how how do you make a viable income doing what you're doing? Like, is, is it really like beginning to make sure that you're you're reaching a lot of businesses, having a lot of different events that people are paying to come to and getting involved in a bunch of schools and getting paid to speak there? Are, are those the main sources of income, of revenue that you see for the future? Um, so certainly events um, could, you know, probably will be a revenue stream. These boot camps that we want to do, um, you know, I'm I, I'm thinking right now, you know, we haven't market tested these price points, but I'm thinking like 200 bucks ahead, we give you $100 in Bitcoin. It's really mm -hmm. only 100 bucks. You get lunch and you now you now have Bisc or RoboSats and you have a mobile wallet and a desktop wallet. And you know mm -hmm. how to send, receive, backup and restore. So, yeah. you know, some people might say that's too expensive, but again, things you know, I I I got I have a mortgage. Um and then I also do this one-on-one -on -one, uh consulting going to your house and physically helping you set your note up because there's a lot of because what i've really noticed is and i think a lot of bitcoiners you know need to stop smelling our own farts on this no one understands bitcoin no one knows what a note is so when i have a 35 year old guy with two kids and a job he is used to paying someone to fix his sink he's going to pay someone to come set up his node Here's your wallet. Here's your seed. Never show this to someone else. I would make a new one since I just made this for you. But, you know, like this is what it looks like. You know, like don't take pictures of it. Don't put it on your computer. Don't put it on the Internet. Write it down. Put it in your safe. So that that's kind of where I see, you know, and I've already started doing some online consulting stuff. You know, I did one with like a guy in Czech Republic and it was a great use case because I got the first thing I did was teach him how to buy Bitcoin. And then we did that on BISC and then he sent it to me at the end of the session. So lots of revenue streams. Um you know, we're all, donations. I mean, we got sponsored for this event, which blew me out. You know, I, I'm beyond grateful uh, to our sponsors. I had I had no idea that people would want to do this, uh, but I'm sure they see an ROI in it. You know, if they can if they can have a bunch of businesses that come to us, they're obviously business. They're Bitcoin interested, and as a Bitcoin business, you know, that's who you're trying to market to. So, I'm sure they're trying to make money on this too. Um, but that's that's kind of the thing here is I think we can all make a lot of money. Um, by creating this business network, um, you know, in generating Bitcoin movement in our area, keeping the coin in, you know, in, in my area for this, um, that helps, that helps me because my bags are now worth more because one, I can use it as a medium of exchange, not just as a store of value. Um, really, really am trying to break the HODL mentality. I, uh, I, I, I hit it. I, I struck a nerve on the uh, Simply Bitcoin podcast I was on this morning um, okay. and people were not happy with me in, in, in the chats. They were all like, what's wrong with hodling? What's this? I'm like, nothing is wrong with letting other people do your job for you, I guess. 
it's your money. When you talk about people's money, you talk about their emotions, you know? So it, it's, uh, everyone's got their, their strategy right now, but I've been in this for so long that I'm low on dollars. I need to spend my coin. And if you're spending dollars instead of your coin and then replacing it, like you're still sp- like if, if you spent dollars, you can't buy Bitcoin with those dollars. So you essentially spent your Bitcoin, you know, that that's your purchasing power still. So it's yep. just trying, trying to get a more active uh, community of people, because if businesses don't have people who are going to pay them in Bitcoin, why would they spend $300 on a point of sale service and then three hours on uh, teaching their employees how to use it? The thing that's this good to pause on is to recognize that Bitcoin is creating a bunch of savers, which is not what we've had in the United States for a long time. Right. So if that's the problem we're dealing with, that's a good problem to have. But yeah, at some point, the idea is we need to be uh, spending our money for things like lower your time preference. Don't buy things you don't need. But right. I think investing in a better future, which Bitcoin enables, and therefore, uh, you, maybe you need to uh, pay someone to help you get your Bitcoin infrastructure set up. That makes a lot of sense because you're building for the future. So I, I see no issue with it, but I think it's, it is kind of neat to think that this hodl mentality has created a, hopefully a, a generation or at least a fraction of a generation of people who really care about saving. Yeah. And in, that's the thing is like, this is my life savings now that I have like that. People are like, I have it in my hands. Like I'm not giving this to someone else. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, yes, while you're getting started, if you're just getting your first hundred or a thousand or a couple thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin and you still have a bank account full of dollars, put more in your stack. <laughs> uh, but also, you know, like I, I get not taking out that little bit, but like as a Bitcoiner in part of your journey is going, there's going to be like that, that weight shift of, okay, well, most of my money isn't in dollars anymore or, you know, wherever your currency is. Um, it's actually in Bitcoin. Because if I am a Bitcoiner and I do believe that this is the money of the future, most 80 per, I mean, like, it's going to depend on every, everyone's, you know, not financial advice and everyone's different. But like most of your money should be Bitcoin. If you really do believe that this is the money of the future and that this is a monetary revolution, like why don't you have one? Why don't you have more? If, if you still have these dollars, why aren't they in Bitcoin? And if you want it to be the money of the future, you need to be able to spend it. And you can't spend it if businesses don't take it because no one spends it because businesses don't take it. And it's just, you know, it, it's it's a chicken it's a chicken and the egg problem. And some people are like, okay, well, the business is just going to sell it for dollars. Then why would I give it to them? I totally understand that. Don't. I, I'll save you the step. I'll just give you my dollars. I feel like the journey of a Bitcoiner is going from get off zero to get on zero. That's get off zero Bitcoin and get on zero fiat. And people are all over the place when it comes to that journey. But that's kind of the arc right there. And it sounds like you're a whole lot closer to the get on zero side of things. Yeah. Oh, well, well, buying this house definitely helped that that uh, that helped me delete my bank account. <laughs> and I still have it, but like it's it's not as not as much as there used to be because there's always something with the house. But, you know, I mean, it's scary for people because you're used to seeing numbers in your bank account and that's getting low. And, you know, but like if you have cash flows, if you have a job, just pay your bills with that cash flow. So if you make two thousand dollars every two weeks and your bills are fifteen hundred dollars. You pay the bills and put the rest in Bitcoin. You know, like mm-hmm. 
that's probably that's one of the things with this like oh yeah no it's not convenient i mean i'm also trying to i'm also trying to break the you know the the five second dca as well i mean like there's no need to be buying uh, you know 50 cents worth of bitcoin every five seconds sure like through a kyc exchange you're like one the tax burden of that is going to be insane because i did a, i did a ten dollar mm. dca with swan for a while all the way up to 60 and then all the way down you know so uh, i've been harvesting lots of losses but whenever i'm trying to calculate that now because i have this kyc burden i now have to go in and be like okay ten dollar ten dollar ten dollar i have to try and batch all these things and smush them up and like all right this was this was mm-hmm. this point one that i spent on some seed signers um like services like bisque and RoboSats exist for a reason. Oh, the liquidity hmm. is not good. That's because people are people are using the more convenient options of you know the KYC Strike or Cash App or Swan. You know, so I mean, there's a lot of I think self reflection that needs to go down in the Bitcoin community. Hmm. I mean, I think a lot of us are getting complacent. Um, we're up ten times from March of 2020, which is fantastic if you were in during then. Um, but we can't just sit here. And hodl. We can't sit here at hodl and like have my have my five second DCA going into my cold card because when strike gets data breached, it's 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 always a win with these companies. Whenever it happens, I mean, like Equifax was 300 million Americans. When these companies lose custody of your data, that is going to be online. Your mm. your stack is going to be online. Oh yeah, well I coin joined it. Like okay, like the people still know that you bought it, or they, you know, the mm. government knows you took out ten thousand dollars from the bank. They don't know what you did with it, but they know it's out. You know, so like in the event of a sixty one oh two type, you know, like where they're gonna try and see like how they try to seize the gold. In that event, they're gonna, you know, like your boating accident excuse isn't gonna work. They're not above sending people to your house. I know that you bought one bitcoin over the past four years. I can see it because I subpoenaed strike and this is your address. Um, where is it? Oh, you spent it all. Okay. Where are the tax records on that? You know, so I, I, I we, we need, we're entering the, then they fight us stage. Um, and we need to act like it. We, we need to, you know, like shield ourselves. I mean, like if you have that KYC burden and they come to your house and you have half a coin on a cold card, but you've been stacking for the past year and a half, non-KYC, hand him the cold card. Like, you guys got me. Can I at least get some money for this? You know, here it is. Here's my half of Bitcoin. Man, I'm sad now. And obviously, it's gonna suck. Uh, but the goal, like the goal, the goal right now is not to have as much Bitcoin as you can right now. The goal is to make it out the other side with as much Bitcoin as you can. Like we we're in, we're in a we're in a war we're in a financial war right now. I'm guessing across the last seven or eight minutes, I've lost some of the audience, and then the other half or the other you know 75 percent, maybe 25 percent. I don't know. They're nodding along in agreement. So I appreciate you sharing that. There there are a lot of uh, people that need to be taking their custody a little bit more seriously. How they're potentially buying their Bitcoin, different things like that. So I appreciate you sharing those thoughts. Before we finish up, do you have any final thoughts or maybe a final call to action for listeners? Well, I, I guess if we could hit rewind for another f- <laughs> about five minutes. Um, but, you know, I mean, like, and I, I don't like this is all very personal to people. This is this is our money. This is mm-hmm. our future, you know, like and it, it, for for people who are just getting started, 
letting perfect be the enemy of the good is gonna is not gonna help you know so i i I get i've been in this for a while i've been doing these things for a while this is my full-time job i'm able to do things people aren't um but there are simple things like switching your kyc dca to a weekly buy on bisc that's simple it requires you to do something oh well you know like this is a this is a radical self-responsibility movement um when you are your own bank there are things that you know didn't exist before that that you have to now worry about there is no forgot my password like there is a community that will help you as much as they can but we got to shape up uh i I think bitcoin twitter has you know gotten high on its own farts it's you know like it's like you know oh i'm gonna i'm gonna just sit back and hodl my way through the end of the dollar where it's like that's not really how uh these things have worked in weimar germany the farmers weren't just sitting out there with their gold the people from the cities went out to the farms and was like we need your food and they took it like this this we cannot be passive right now the easy years are gone the easy money and the easy years were the past five to ten years we have entered an entirely new paradigm over the past two years i mean shocking to say you know covid changed everything um but things are very much different now like and we need to react to the new paradigm that that's at play so Wesley, if people have enjoyed what they've heard today, whether it's the the business workshop or it's like, hey, I need to be taking things a little bit more seriously, where would you like for them to go to find out more about you and the work you're doing? Uh, Bitcoin Bay is probably the best place. Uh, BitcoinBay.live is our website. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at BitcoinBayTPA. Uh, that's for Tampa. Um, but uh, it's more of this. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I understand that I, I come across a bit too direct sometimes. But uh, I think it's my engineer brain that um, I just I, I have to call it like I see it at this point. Um, it's going to make people mad. It already has. Um, but uh, turns out uh, rage is great for engagement. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, Wesley, I appreciate your time. Uh, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. Talk to you soon. Well, friends, it's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Business Bitcoinization Show. If you want to reach out to either me or Wesley, you can find our links down in the show notes. And if you're interested in accepting Bitcoin in your business, check out the Bitcoin Bay event. As always, keep building, keep growing. And until next time, keep living and leading well. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, thank you. If you want to take a further step in your support for the show, you can help us grow by listening on Fountain, a value for value podcast app on iOS or Android. If you hear something you like that you disagree with or anything else, you can share it by sending some sats and adding a comment with your thoughts. Some of you have already done this and I appreciate it. I'm going to begin reading your boosts on upcoming episodes. So if you have some insight or value to add, let the people know. Getting started with Fountain is easy. You can add Bitcoin to your Fountain wallet by using your fiat accounts or any lightning wallet and one of my favorite features is that once you're using the app you can earn sats just by listening on fountain check out the link in the show notes to get started with fountain today